Lift your hands to heaven. Father, we surrender, Lord God. Lord, we surrender every battle, every stress, every worry, every anxiety. Lord, we arrest every fear, every, every measure of dread that's in the heart today. Lord, we pray that you will captivate us by your spirit. Speak to us, Lord God, that the anointing, Lord, not only saturate us, Lord God, to deliver, but Lord, to receive today. And Lord, we thank you for the hour that you've called us. We thank you, Lord, for the time that you have positioned us. And I believe today, Lord God, we're going to walk out, not with our strength, but with your strength today. And everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated today. God, thank you, worship team. Thank you, media team. Amen. What did you do? Yeah, give them some love today. What did you do? Take your Bibles with me, if you will, and go over as we're going to finish up this uh, the series, Strength Beyond My Strength. How many need strength beyond your strength today? Amen. You're in the right place at the right time. You know, nine-tenths of the battle I found out going to college was just showing up. Amen? Sometimes you just got to show up. When you show up, I believe the Lord will show out. So let's look here. Strength beyond my strength. We're drawing again from Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Have you not known, Revelation, have you not heard, the Lord is communicating, the everlasting God, the Lord. Now before we go any further, I want you to, before we get to our text, I want you to see the description that God's giving himself. Okay? I want you to hear the Lord here. This is the Lord speaking, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. Neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. And this is what he does. He gives power to the weak. How many of you know weakness is not your enemy? Weakness is your friend. It's your superpower. If you want to know what that means, go back and listen to Wednesday night. And to those who have no might, did you come in with no might? He increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Natural strength is not what's going to get you through the day. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew. That word renew means to change into something other than what it is. To change their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That word wait there, some of your translations may say hope, it may say trust. But the root meaning of that word wait, as we've discovered, means to bind together. So when we bind together with the unwavering, unweary God, He gives us His strength. He gives us His strength. Now as we look at this, what we have discovered is that the Lord gives us soaring strength, enduring strength, and sustaining strength. Three aspects of his strength. Now, 
when we look in the Word of God, we should always look through the lens of Christology. What do I mean by that? I mean, when I look at that, I look at it through the completed work of Christ. I look through the lens of Jesus. When I see the soaring strength, I look at myself through the eyes of the Father as he's looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And Ephesians 2 and 6 says uh, that he hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that soaring strength is a repositioning, a repositioning. It's the tension between already and not yet. When Jesus Christ died, we died with him. But when he rose, we rose with him. Where are we? We are, we are soaring in that repositioning at the right hand of the Father. We are seated with Christ. It is to telestine. It is finished. The work is complete. We look at our lives and we are not starting at start. We're starting at finish. We're starting at finish. We have been repositioned. The eagle's wings that we don't earn but we learn. Amen? Now we saw that there is a soaring strength that we have in God. And that's how the Lord begins to renew us as we begin to discover, as we will discover deeper today, as we discover Christ in us, the hope of glory. And bearing his image, we will discover a strength that we didn't know we had. But we see there's not only a soaring strength, a repositioning, but there is also a reconditioning that we can have the strength, as we found out last week, that we can run with the chariots. At, at chariot speed and endurance, we can, as Elijah did, we can run the race that is set before us. Amen? I don't know if that excites you as much as it excites me. So we have a repositioning, a reconditioning, and now I want to talk to you about the sustaining strength. I want to talk to you about your walk in a relationship with Jesus Christ. So as we look here to the Word of God, we see that we have been seated with Christ and we run the race that is before us with endurance. But we see, according to Colossians 2, 6, as you therefore have received Christ, have you received Christ? If you haven't, you can before you leave here. The work is complete, and the Lord wants a relationship with you. You can enter into that relationship through accepting the Lord as your Savior and as your friend and as your sustainer and as your strength and your hope and your righteousness and everything you never will be. He has already become, and now you can walk with him. Now, the Bible tells us here in Colossians 2 6 as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in him so walk in him walk with the Lord what does he mean by that statement there as Paul is talking to the church at at, at, at Colossae what is he referring to to walk in him 
I believe with all of my heart that he is referring to walking in the image of God. Walking in the image of God. Now the Bible tells us, and I, I want to, in, in Philippians 2.5, it says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. But I, I read another translation that I think gives some clarity and, and states what I, I, I believe we need to hear. And that is this. The way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way to see yourself. Now, the way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way to see ourselves. That would be a part where the mic drop. Some of you understand that reference. I don't so much. But anyway, <laughs> nothing more need be said. Amen? We say, well, that's arrogant on our part. No. That is exactly what the Father desired whenever he sent his Son to the earth to live and to die and rise again. He had you in mind. You are the joy set before him, and he wanted to bring you into relationship with himself. Now, this is what we need to understand. When Jesus came to the earth, he did not begin his existence. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was, was God. The same was the beginning with God. All things were made by the Word, and without the Word was not anything made that was made. Before time ever began, God, was the, the Son, was in existence. He didn't begin to exist when he came to the earth. But he did begin his human existence. But there was never been, nor ever will be, nor can be any separation between the Son and the Father. The Son and the Father have always been together. If you've seen the Son, you've seen the Father. I love what Andrea pointed out today. Before Jesus came, God was invisible. But he is no longer invisible because Jesus came and revealed the unseen to the seen. And when you see the Son, you see the Spirit. When you see the Son, you see the Father. When you see the Father, you see the Son and the Spirit. When you see the Spirit, you see the Son and the Father. Do you get it? God never will ever cease to exist. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But in order for you and I to walk in relationship with God, we had to be like him. We had to be like him. How can two walk together lest they agreed? More to, more to the point, how can two walk together unless they are in agreement? Now, when my wife and I finish the service today, we're going to get in the car. And I'm going to ask her, where do you want to eat? And she's going to say, I don't care. That's never true. 
You want to eat Mexican? No. You want to eat a salad? No. You want to eat Chinese food? No. You want a burger? No. And I'll just keep going through a list until we come into agreement. And she knows that she knows that as long as I get quantity, I don't care where we eat. But we're not going there until we come into agreement. In order to have fellowship, it's two fellows in a ship heading to the same port. If I want to have fellowship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I got to get in the right boat. And his name is Jesus, and we're heading to the right same port. So, they that wait upon the Lord. That word wait, again, is bind to, together. God came to the earth. He came to bring you and I into eternal existence with Him. The only way to do that is to reconcile us to His image. We came into the world and the temptation was to be like God. But instead, what we got was God is like me. And so we sought to define God and tell Him who He was. Lord, you are angry. Lord, you are disappointed. Lord, you're easily offended. Lord, I have to work harder in order to have more. Lord, 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 this is who you are. And the Lord said, I don't want you to make any images. I don't want you to get out your, your craft set and your little tools. And I don't want you to hammer out in your imagination. In fact, I don't want any carved images whatsoever. You cannot define God. God has defined himself as the righteous, the holy, the wonderful, the good, the awesome, the almighty God. There is no other before him. There will be no other after him. He is God. If you will seek him, you will find him, and he will tell you who he is. He will reveal to you great and mighty things that you do not know about him. But if you know it all, you can't be taught of the all-knowing God. Well, history has told me this, situation has told me that. Religion has formed and formulated God into this, and that must be God. I say to you, no, it's time to topple the images of the, of the God that is not and let God define himself. Because the Lord said, I made God man in my image. 
Male and female, he created them in his image. And the sad reality is, this man was duped into believing that God was withholding something from them. That man, that God somehow was a greedy, selfish God that had, there was some lack in them. What the enemy wanted most of all was to destroy the image in the heart of man because he knew he could never get to the Father, the Son, or the Spirit. Walk in Him. That word walk means to tread all around. <laughs> walk at large, to live, to go, be occupied with, to regulate one's life with, to conduct oneself. Let me back up to the first definition. To tread all around. I, feel, I hear one mm, because one mm just got it. She's my one mmer. Genesis 3.15. I will put enmity between your seed and her seed. He's going he's gonna to crush your head and you're going to bruise his heel. His sacrifice is not that it won't hurt his human flesh, but let me tell you, he's going to walk victorious because that bruising will heal. Those scars will heal. He will rise again on the third day because death has no hold on him because he bears the image of the eternal Father. He said, I lay down my life and my Father has given me the right to raise up my life. And now you can find strength by binding together with the risen Savior who lives inside of you. And now you can walk where he walked. You can talk what he talked. You can live what he has asked you to live you are now eternally in relationship with God I was interviewing a couple of our ladies that are expecting asking the names and the due dates before the child is born and I'm excited because Hannah my daughter is gonna have a, a third daughter come in the end of September, 1st of October. Now, at the moment of that child's conception, that child becomes an eternal being. If you're in this house and you have lost children, for whatever reason, they did not cease to exist. They are eternal. Mothers and fathers, that's why it's so vitally important that you follow after God with all of your heart. Because when you bring a child into this world and you have accepted that child and God has blessed you with that child, you have brought forth an eternal being that will never cease to exist. But in order for that child that enters into this world in order for them to have a, an eternal existence with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they must be born again. The path has been laid. The price has been paid. The image has been set forth from the foundation of the earth. The Lord has saved humanity, but humanity has a choice in the matter. 
They must be born again. You cannot enter in to the eternal relationship with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit without having a surrender of your heart to God and accepting His sacrifice as the completed work and enter into that relationship so that you now may bear the image of the Son. Now, as Jesus saw himself, as Jesus saw himself is the way that we, and the only valid way that you and I should see ourselves. And we walk in relationship. When you, correct me if I'm wrong, but every single time that you become overcome with fear, anxiety, worry, stress, is it not attributed to the fact that you are carrying the weight and the burden of whatever it, whatever it is on your shoulders? I can't figure this out. I don't know how I'm going to get the ends. I, don't, I, I, I got more means than end. I, I don't know how this is ever going to be accomplished. I don't know, Lord, how I'm going to feed the multitude. I don't know how I'm going to fulfill the task. I don't know that every time that I, I step out and I want to be a, a better husband, a better father, a better, a better anything, I always feel that I fall, up, fall woefully short. Maybe I'll just kind of wheel harder. I'll work harder. I'll do more, do more, do more. And then I'll feel better. And, I'll, and, 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 and I just get so wrapped up in my mind I don't know Lord if I can if I can face tomorrow every issue and every strength sucker comes as a result to an identity issue it's a me identity and my strength will fail, as the scripture tells us. If I was younger, I'd be stronger and I could do more. Physically, yes. But let me tell you, the older you get, the stronger you become in faith. And the more you can accomplish in the completed work of Christ. Gray hairs, no hairs. Yeah, I said it. Those of you whose faith is stronger than your back, that there's a bit of an act of Congress to get out of the bed to get going. Those feet will start in a minute. Can I get a witness? <laughs> Some of you are just like, oh, those old people, you can get there. <laughs> you better hope you do. You're going to blink and it's going to be there and you're going to look like this. But see, what we discover is what we can't do in ourselves, we can do in Christ. What we discover is our trusting and hope and confidence in Him is what's going to rock the nations and cause a flood of the glory of God to pour out upon the entirety of the earth. 
watching after the Lord and walking in his image. That's where we bind together and see if I walk in the me identity and it's all about me and I'll, trust me, folks, we are all engrossed and ingrained in self. We, 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 we make sure we're well fed and we make sure that we have all of our everything around us is met we want to make sure that, uh, that, the, that the, the temperature of the room I love comfort I'm not, I'm not against comfort I like comfortable shoes I like comfortable couches I love comfort you do too and we want everything comfortable and so anything that gets outside of that realm it kind of it messes with us and we want the things to go back to the way things were but the Lord said no I've called you to this day to this hour I need you to step up in the strength not of me but the strength of we and when you discover wait a minute wait a minute I am not in this thing all alone I'm living the image of Christ I am seated in high and heavenly places and the Lord can give me the endurance to make this life's journey but not only that I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I will fear no evil because thou art with me I can go into the furnace I can go through the flood why because I'm walking in relationship with the living God I am bearing his image in this world now, I didn't create the image if I created the image it's not much of an image the psalmist tells us in Psalms 115 go and read it and you'll discover they go and they create images that have no have no breath they have no eyes they can't see they have no ears they cannot hear you look at Isaiah the 44th chapter and you'll find that out of one half of the log they make an image and the other half they burn on the fire they declare to that image that they created you will deliver me out of this trouble Oh, how feeble are the Im images uh, that the enemy wants to conjure up in our minds uh, so that we walk in these places uh, that God never intended for us to walk. Right. Well, if I have enough uh, beans in the shelter, I'm going to make it through all that's going through. I'm not against beans in the shelter. Get all the beans you want. And if I need any, I'll come over. I got friends that they got stuff hoarded up uh, that it's going to ruin before they ever get to it. But I tell them uh, that they're godly people of God. I said, you know what? If, you, if I run out, I'm coming to your house. I don't know why we're talking about preppers, but anyway, it's all right to prep. Some of us need somewhere to go. But that's not the point. The point is, there's no effort that you put forth it's going to sustain you in this earth because this earth is temporal and it's going away. And thanks be to God, it's going to be recreated into the very paradise that God intended to begin with. But what I'm getting to is this. If I create it, if I create it, then I have to empower it and I have to sustain it. And all too often we create things that we have to fuel in order for it to sustain us. You can't make enough money in the world to keep you from what's going to happen in this world. We are not focused on the world in the sense of our security. We are focused on the 
world as a sense of our purpose in Christ to win others to Jesus. What does this have to do with strength? If I continue in the me identity, me, me identity, I'm not concerned about my brother, I'm concerned about me. If I continue in me identity, I could care less if you success, if you succeed or fail. In fact, so that I can be right, I'm hoping you fail. I'm not interested in unity. I'm interested in me. I'm interested in my four and no more. Now understand, those of you for the first time, that's not what we're striving for. <laughs> but I'm saying this is where we get to when it's about me. I'm concerned about what the room thinks, what the room doesn't think. I'm concerned about how I look and how others perceive me. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about being validated, rewarded, and, 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 and lifted up. But when I step into the we identity, what I understand is that it's about the Father and the Father's business. What I understand is that now I have a stronghold. His name is Jesus, and I can run into his name because I am righteous through his blood, and I am safe. I can understand that it's not just about my forward no more, but it's about the purpose of the Father. It's about my brothers and sisters in Afghanistan and in China and South America and in Africa and in Europe and in the White House. It is about those souls in the universe that need to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's not us and them. It is him in us and them. The image. The image. Let me give you some scriptures as we... Oh, Lord Jesus, we got all kind of time. I like this. He is the image of the invisible God. Speaking of Jesus, the firstborn over... All creation, Colossians 1.15, 1 Corinthians 15 and 49. And as, as we have borne the image of the man of dust. Don't you love that? We bore the image of dirt. The man of dust. The first Adam. We shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Romans 8 and 29, for whom he foreknew, he foreknew you. Amen? He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Are you getting it? Colossians 3.10 and have put on the new man who is renewed in the knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So I've got a choice in this matter. I've got to put on the mind of Christ. This is a challenge, not just for you, but for me. In the daily grind and routine as we go through life and as we experience life together, 
I live in the same flesh suit you do. There are same obstacles that face each one of us. And in that process, it's easy to get wrapped up in the me, in the me. But that is where our strength is drained from us. It's like pulling the plug on your boat and you're wondering why as you get out and you start the engine up and you take off out in the water and all of a sudden your boat begins to sink. You didn't put the plug in there. You didn't stop the hemorrhage. We rented a boat one time. You got time for a little story? We rented a boat one time and a group of us went out to the lake and we were out on Possum Kingdom and the water was a little bit low. At the start of the day, we took off and just, we were out skiing and fishing and I don't know what all we were doing, but it's years and years ago. So we're out there and at the end of the day, we got to noticing that the boat started filling up a little bit. Our first thought was, it's a rental boat. We thought, Lord, did we put the plug in? And we discovered the plug was in there, but still the boat was still going down. No exaggeration. We back the truck up in the trailer, and we're going to try to get the boat out, and we're trying to ease it up in there. And as soon as we get it up to where we're going to load it, the thing goes, whoop. And me and my buddy were standing about waist deep in water, and that boat was sunk to the, to the bottom. We hit a stump, the very first word out of, the, out of the chute, and now we had a hole in our boat. Let me tell you, you have a hole in your boat if you're trying to do it all yourself. If you're trying to do it all yourself, all of your energy is going to be sucked dry and you're going to, at the end of the day, you're going to be so exhausted that you're not going to know one end from the other. But I'm telling you, when we enter into Jesus Christ and we're now discovering that we're waiting upon him by binding together with God and we're not listening to the mind of the world because we're renewing our mind in Christ. And whenever time the enemy comes along and says, oh, did you see how they saw you? Did they see what they, do you know what they were thinking about you? That's when you turn and say, yeah. Yeah, they were thinking good thoughts because I'm a child of the living God and I'm bearing the image of the Lord. And why wouldn't they like me? Don't they like Jesus? See how that renews you? Folks, hear me today if you don't hear any other thing, and I will draw to a close sometime in the near future. You are not alone in this. You were never meant to be alone in this. And you are called to this day. I had a conversation with a missionary. I can't call his name because this is public. But I had a conversation with a missionary who lives and ministers and has lived and ministered in a, in a sensitive country. And what we mean by that, you can't proclaim the name of Christ. The country that he lives in is China. And there, there, were, there they monitor your every movement. They monitor your, there's, the house is bugged. There's facial recognition. They're a little advanced in their technology. Even the police officers in their glasses, they have facial recognition uh, cameras built inside of there. You are always forever on their radar and they can see every movement. They know everything that's going on. They know everything that exists in your life. Constant monitoring of them. He sat down with a group of pastors and he asked them, how can I pray for you? He said, their response was so humbling. He said, I know you, they said, I know you may not understand this. He said, but pray that the persecution does not stop. Because we believe that the persecution stops, the church will stop growing. And we may end up 
like America. I think we've got our thinking a little bit wrong. I'm praying that God awakens America. I'm praying that the Lord God calls you to rise to your calling. I'm telling you right now, this touchy feeling, fretful, give me what I want or I'll go somewhere else kind of attitude, He's not going to cut it in his last day church. God did this before you, he'll do it after you. And I'm not speaking, I'm speaking, somebody's listening, I'm telling them about it, okay? You've stepped into a good place. People that are hungry after God, we're pursuing the Lord with all of our heart. We want God to move. We're learning how to walk in that image. But let me tell you what that image is not. It's not fretting. It's not hand-wringing. It is not filled with anxiety and stress and worry of the day. No, the image that we're striving for is the image of Christ. Last record I see of him recorded in the Word of God, he is high and lifted up, and his train still fills the temple. His eyes are filled with a flame of fire, the passion and the love of God. His countenance is like the ray of sun in its strength. His feet, he walked through every furnace that you'll ever face. His feet are like, like brass because they have burned in the furnace. He still bears in his body the mark of what brought us into redemptive uh, redemption and relationship with him he didn't create you to leave you out he created you to bring you out so that he could bring you in to the place of the image of the father I believe it's time the church stopped living like we are defeated and the devil's in control and I believe it's time we start walking with our backs bent, our backs straightened and our eyes fixed upon the eternal face of God God, and we fix our face like a flint, and we say, God, I'm not going to give my children up. I'm not going to give my grandchildren up. I'm not going to give up my city. Lord, I'm going to go after you and your image. I want to know what it means to be like you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for your grace. We ask, Lord God, today that you would move. Lord, move, Father, upon our young people. Lord God, upon our, our young marriage. Lord God, move upon, Father God, today our senior adults. Every person from the nursery. Lord God, who are empty nesters. I ask for a move of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask today, Almighty God, for revelation. I don't fully comprehend. I don't fully understand. Lord, my history, my heritage, and my, my habits, Lord God, have not rewarded me, Lord God, with the knowledge that only you can give me. Lord, I'm asking today, Lord, reveal yourself. Reveal your son to us. Lord God, in such measures and means, Lord God, that we walk according, Lord God, to the image. Oh, Father, I pray. 
pray that you will topple just like Lord God in Egypt Lord uh, you destroyed every image you challenged every plague that you poured out uh, was a challenge to an image Lord God give us the resolve of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego I will not bow Lord you can take me out uh, but I'm not going I'm not bowing to any other image but yours uh, I had put me in the furnace uh, and I'll meet you there Lord kill me with the furnace uh, but Lord God I'm not going to bow to something that you did not create father in the name of Jesus Lord I can't we need you we are with you Lord God Lord there are generations that weigh in the balance right now Lord there are generations Lord God that weigh in the balance awaken your church awaken your people Lord God Lord awaken your people Lord Lord, awaken in this day. The image that is in us, the power of Jesus Christ. Lord, there's no other valid way, Lord, that we could see ourselves except through the completed work of Jesus. Oh, Father, we ask it in your name. Lord, we ask it in your name. Father, we thank you, Lord. Worthy is the Lord. I want you to stand, if you will, just lift your hands to the Lord. Worthy is the Lord. It's the first time you've been here. That's okay. Oh, the Lord knew you'd be here today. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. Nobody's going to make you do anything you don't want to do. I'm not going to come back there and jump on you. Right now, just worship Him. I'm only interested in His image in you. I'm only interested in you understanding your eternal relationship with Him. Lord, let there be a saturation of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, bring revelation, bring revelation, bring revelation, Lord God. Lord, you define yourself, Lord God. We cannot define you. Lord, we are the ant looking, Lord, up at the mountain. Lord God, we can't reach the top without you, Lord. God, give us wings, O oh God, that we may be repositioned, Lord God. Give us endurance, Lord God, that we may run with the chariots, Lord. And Father, I pray in the name of the Lord, the sustaining strength, Lord God, to walk in a relationship, Lord God, by walking in your image, Lord. There are those that are in the furnace right now, Lord God. Lord, your image, Lord God. Oh, hear me, hear me right now, hear me right now. You're in the midst of the furnace. Guess what? Uh, Jesus was discovered in the furnace. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar even recognized that. Uh, oh, the Son of Man, the Son of Man, the Son of Man uh, is there in the furnace. Uh, right now, you're in the image of God uh, is being revealed in your furnace. Uh, and the very things that held you back uh, are no longer going to hold you back uh, because you're not walking by yourself anymore. You are in the image of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you today. Father, in the name of the Lord. Now look up here at me. Look up here at me. We're going to have two altar calls today. It's simply this. Jesus Christ has paid for everything. He's redeemed you of your past, your present. He has a future in mind. The saddest day in all of history will be this. When we stand before God and we say, Lord, see all of my works and my goodness. Look what I've done. Look what I've done. 
And the Lord will tell you that your works is not the currency of heaven. The only way in is through the shed blood of the Lamb. The only way. Pastor Angel, I want you to come and stand right here and just face the crowd. If you need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Pastor Angel is going to pray with you. I want you to come right now in just a moment. He's going to lead you in a prayer and he's going to pray over you. If you're in this house today and you're in a furnace, or you're in a place right now, and you've been the candidate of the individual who said, man, I've just, I am full of angst. I'm full of worry. I, I, I'm really concerned. But you're asking God to take you out of the me into the we. The we identity. I want you to come right now and find you a place to kneel and pray and cry out to God. Worship team, if you will, come. Come and help me. If you don't need to be in the altars, come and help me. If you're in this house today, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I believe that there are souls that are weighing in the balance right now. Lord, even beyond the words that I have spoken and the things that I have said, Lord God, you have spoken to hearts. And there are those that are in this house right now that need to know you as Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray that they will step out now. Lord, there are those who are filled with such angst and anxiety, Lord God. They need to be liberated, Father, by the revelation that only you can give. And I pray today, Lord God.